0: When you clean up your diet and start eating real food, it's the sauces, dressings, and toppings that can make an otherwise bland meal exciting. That's why Mark, who created Primal Kitchen, created Primal Kitchen condiments and dressings to add uncompromising delicious flavor to every single bite. At home, I totally use and love the mayo avocado oil, It's great because it's cage-free eggs, it's sugar-free, it's soy and canola-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, it's paleo-friendly, it applies for keto, but honestly, it's just delicious. There's no junk in it, so it allows you to feel healthy without knowing all the secret things that are in other stuff. This stuff has none of it. They're a sponsor of Powerful Ladies, and if you shop on their website, primalkitchen.com, use coupon code POWERFULLADIES to get 10% off. Holy crap, I I can't believe
1: that this is my job that I made for myself. Like I created this thing and now people are trusting me to do this and
0: hiring me to do this and spending money on this. That's Ryan Gaspara and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast. Hey guys, I'm your host Cara Duffy and this is the Powerful Ladies Podcast where I invite my favorite humans, the awesome, the up to something and the extraordinary to come and share their story. These are people that inspire me and remind me that everything is possible. I hope that you will be left entertained, inspired and moved to take action towards living your most powerful life. Ryan Gasparra is the badass entrepreneur owner of Gasparra Flora. What started as a custom wedding gifting company and transformed into a custom corporate gifting company and has expanded again to include bespoke hotel luxury amenities. She's a fierce supporter of women entrepreneurs and that creating something that matters for you, your customers, and the end consumer is what really matters. Ryan and I met through our great friend, Ally Wynn when we all ran the Southern California Ragnar race together. Ragnars are a 12 person, two van, 200 mile relay race, which means you're stuck in a van together for 36 hours plus, while everyone runs more than they ever would with limited food and sleep. So you kind of get to know each other. Since then, thanks to social media and running the race again the next year, we've become part of each other's Boss Lady cheer team. She's super inspiring, a loyal friend, and really authentic on both this episode and on social media about the great and the ugly of being an entrepreneur and running a small business. She's a living, breathing, powerful lady. On this episode, she shares her story from starting on the safe path to making the leap to living big and boldly as her own boss. We discuss how to know when it's the right time to start, how to take care of yourself along the way, and what to do when you're not feeling so powerful, and how the universe steps in to help you along the way. All that's coming up shortly, first. This episode is brought to us by our friends at York Athletics. York is a Boston-based, family-owned performance footwear brand that believes the fighting spirit inside all of us has the power to redefine individuals, inspire communities, and change the future. Obviously, they are totally aligned with the Powerful Ladies message. It's a three-year-old startup with a lot of footwear industry heavyweights from brands like Nike, Puma, Reebok, who saw a need for clean, comfortable, minimally branded footwear in the performance space versatile enough to wear in and out of the gym solid nods from the media over the years from men's health men's fitness espn women's pop sugar fitness esquire hypebeast buzzfeed and now powerful ladies recommends that you get your own pair of york athletic sneakers For everyone that's been listening for a while, you guys know Elizabeth McGarry from episode one. York is where she is the creative director. So give Powerful Ladies some love, give Elizabeth some love and go check out York. You will not be disappointed. YorkAthleticsMFG.com. And everyone that's listening here gets $20 off their first free pair. Use promo code POWERFUL20 at checkout for $20 off your first pair. Free shipping and exchanges are on them. All right. I want to welcome Ryan to the podcast, one of the most powerful ladies I know, and someone who has been a part of uh, my journey getting to the place I'm at today with powerful ladies. So Ryan, welcome. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself
1: to the audience. Okay. Um, my name is Ryan Gasparra, and um, I met Kara a few years ago when we did some crazy running stuff together. Should yes. We, um <laughs> She and I spent the night in a van and ran 200 miles. So that's how you get to know somebody really quickly. <laughs> um, and beyond that, we've helped support each other through this powerful lady stuff and finding ourselves. So And um, and what do you do? and what are you up to right now? So I actually own a company that has pivoted a couple of times. So we started out as a hotel welcome for wedding business. So very um, specific. And then I realized that I hated weddings and I hated the (laughs) wedding industry. Um, And so I pivoted into corporate gifting. And now I do gifting and supply custom products for hotels.
0: So I love to start at the beginning. So, tell us like where you grew up, where you're from, and kind of give us the zero to 18 rundown.
1: Okay. Um, I grew up in the Inland Empire, so um, Ontario Upland area. I went to a private all girls school outside of Pasadena. Um, and then I actually went to hair school at 24. That this is past 18, but I feel that's like, okay. you know, that's my <laughs> that's part your of journey. my growing up. <laughs> yeah. So at about 23 or 24, I went to hair school um, to become a cosmetologist. Um, interestingly enough, because I felt like it was something that I could easily attain, mm-hmm. um, which we can talk about later. Sure. The journey of how that kind of unfolded. But um,
0: Fast forward, and now
1: I'm here Mm -hmm. sitting with you close to where I grew up, kind of. So that's interesting.
0: Um, Did you choose to go to the all girls school, or was that um, and what was that like? Um, I actually grew up in the private
1: school uh, system, so Mm -hmm. kindergarten to eighth grade in private school, and the all girls school was just the next step. It was Catholic, and although I was not religious, I am still more spiritual than religious. It was kind of the next step, which for me growing up, um, a very shy girl going to an all girls school was the place that I really blossomed and learned how to have really positive female relationships Mm -hmm. and time with my ladies and a lot of girl energy is really re-energizing and relaxing for me. So Mm -hmm. it's something that I still crave and know about myself that I need. So.
0: Yeah. Very cool. We were, um, in the last podcast recording, we were talking about um, the guest and I having like the, an opposite experience because we went to COVID school systems, and how for a long time we never like felt we had the girly energy, mm-hmm. and it took us a long time to find the women in our lives that made sense, right? That weren't competitive, that weren't um, that were um, symbiotic versus taking something. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like your experience was completely different. Like it was always a build-up kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that it it created a whole different – you get
1: out of it what you put into it. Yeah. Um, but the girls that I used to remain friends with all say the same thing, that they really blossomed as a woman and, uh, and understand how important that female energy is because of being around all girls mm-hmm. and going into it super shy and coming out with a million friends and pretty sure of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Although, now I'm 37 and finally have, like, figured myself out. So, it's taken a little longer (laughs) than that. Um, But, yeah, I think it was great. Mm -hmm. I loved it.
0: So, you went from hair school to directly into your business? Or was there something in between? Actually, I was was a
1: hairdresser and working in a very high-end salon in La Jolla down in San Diego for about eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, And... That was an interesting place for me um, because I was working with extremely wealthy people. Our clients were very wealthy and very stuck in their ways. They knew exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. But um, I believe that 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 trained me to understand the importance of customer service and Mm -hmm. customization and really listening to people. Yeah. And also prepped me for not being afraid to step into any situation and uh know who i am because mm-hmm. it, no executive could <laughs> intimidate me at this point after being around those powerful women <laughs> with all of this money and you know so yeah that really prepped me for what i do today very cool yeah um what was the journey from the hair salon to your business so I actually made a pit stop in fundraising for a couple of years. I okay. went back to school and got my certificate in fundraising. Um, because I was around those women and they were very active in the community, a lot mm-hmm. of them sat on boards. That felt like the next right step because I was, you know, in the same community. I knew a lot of the people. Mm-hmm. And so I went actually into fundraising for nonprofit theater. And my job there was to do stewardship, which basically means all of the hand holding and mm-hmm. loving on people, but not asking them for money. Oh. So it's um, like the best part of fundraising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a high level of luxury customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to order a lot of gifts and do a lot of that uh, extra touch, mm-hmm. um, as they say in retail, you know? Yeah. And so that prepped me, I think, for then getting into my business, which is all customer service-based, all um, luxury. Mm-hmm. It's all custom. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same. I've had the same vibe for years and years. I yeah. just didn't realize it until I got to this point.
0: Yeah. Um, what prompted you to think that starting your own business was next on your path? Um,
1: I. <laughs> it's so funny. So I was... I had been thinking about starting um, a locally sourced gift company for a while, mm-hmm. and um, I had signed up for this women's um, – it was a blogging conference yeah. in Portland called mm-hmm. Hello Sessions. Okay. It was their inaugural year, um, and, and I signed up for it, and I kind of forgot about it. And then I was sitting in an all-staff meeting at, at the job that I had in fundraising, and the the date that I was supposed to be going flashed up on the screen as an all hands-on-deck event date. Oh. And my heart just dropped into my stomach. And it was like instant. I had just made the decision in that moment that I couldn't push myself down any longer. I mm-hmm. couldn't just go with the flow. I had to do something and change it up. So I convinced my husband to let me quit my job. <laughs> He's an accountant, so he's very um, linear, and, and you know, excels in money. And yeah. he's like, ah, so kind of. I f- I figured if I could convince him that I could quit my job and this could work, that I could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> How long did that process take uh, to convince him? Mm. I, you know, I don't really. It was a couple of months. I don't really remember. I. I I think I blocked a lot of that stuff out because I was really highly emotionally charged at that time. Mm -hmm. I was feeling a lot of feelings about wanting to get rid of my job and um, the boss that had come in after I started there was not my favorite person. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned later that I sort of was like attracting this same male figure into my life Mm -hmm. um, as a boss Mm -hmm. and it it just got to the point that I was like, I cannot do this for one more second. And so um, my husband was just glad to see me happy, I think.
0: Yeah. So what, and uh, you mentioned that you kept attracting this, this similar male figure. What, what type of, what would the description be for that type of person?
1: Um it was somebody who was very dominant over me and felt like they could push me around and make me feel small, mm-hmm. um, throw me under the bus for things. And mm-hmm. yeah, I started to feel like screw that. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah. let this happen again. I just came from a boss that was very overbearing for seven years in hair. Mm-hmm. Um a very a prima donna, that type of yeah. And then I it was. Almost the same personality that ended up coming in and being my boss mm-hmm. after someone had left mm-hmm. while I was working there. And so I thought, I didn't even realize that that was a thing yet. I hadn't gone down that path to understand how you attract the same person with a different face and a different name until you recognize that pattern in yourself and yeah. kind of, you know, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just was like, beating my head against the wall with this person and I couldn't I just couldn't do it anymore. yeah it was done. It had been seven years with someone else and then this person comes right back and mm-hmm. it's another
0: year or two with that same
1: personality. Mm-hmm. It was too much so
0: and while you were going through from the hair salon to the fundraising job, was there in the back of your mind still a thought of like there's something else I should be doing like how when did that see kind of show up and how did it finally manifest at that time Uh yeah I've always felt that I've you know I've always had this push pull where
1: I kind of I, well, I won't say kind of I didn't give myself enough credit and I didn't feel smart enough or good enough to mm-hmm. um that's why I didn't go to college and I I went to hair school because I not that there's anything wrong with hair I think there are wonderful hairdressers out there but it was a it was an easy transition for me Mm -hmm. where it was creative I was around people it kind of ticked some boxes Mm -hmm. but it wasn't the full picture and I didn't understand enough to I had to go through my path yeah as a whole it Mm -hmm. all made sense yeah but I had to get through those to get here.
0: hmm Yeah. So you're uh, at the um, fundraising company. You're over your boss. Yeah. You're realizing that you actually are getting lit up by going to this conference. Oh, yeah. You convince your husband mm-hmm. that financially it'll work out mm-hmm. if you quit your job. Yeah. And then what? And then I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I
1: Googled everything. I was terrified. I didn't even know how to get a business license. Mm -hmm. In retrospect, it's like I probably should have done all that stuff and gotten myself set up before I jumped into this. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Did you have an idea? Like did you know what you wanted the company to be or were you going to the conference to figure it out? Oh, I had a definite idea. Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what I wanted it to be.
1: And I did all of this work and paid a lot of money for a custom website Mm -hmm. and then realized that I hated every part of that particular uh, – weddings. I hated weddings. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to – my husband and I spent very little on our wedding. And so to be the person at the end that's asking for money from a couple, it just – it never felt aligned for me. Yeah. how long were you working with weddings before you realized that? Oh, God. I, I think I did one. <laughs> and it was a very high-end luxury wedding, so she yeah. wasn't worried about the money. But it's yeah. like I just couldn't get into the networking, and everything mm-hmm. felt very fake um, to me. I had a few friends that I enjoyed, but mm-hmm. everything else was – it was just not – it just didn't go with my vibe. Yeah. So – um I like corporate gifting Mm -hmm. or working with corporations on anything that they need more because there's there's a separation between the monetary and the emotion. Yeah. I don't get emails at 3 o'clock in the morning from someone (laughs) – Yeah. Which I've worked with other weddings since then. So I know every time I go into it, I know that that's what's going to happen. And that's what happens.
0: You're going to get your 3 a.m. email freaking out. Yeah. It's just it's
1: so weird. Uh I hate every part of it. (laughs) Uh, And so with corporate, you don't you don't have that. It's. Mm -hmm a bunch of back and forth in the beginning and then they just leave you alone and want to know it's been wrapped up and it's like there's no emotional tie to the money there's mm-hmm. no emotional tie to the end result unless uh, except that they want their name to be displayed well and everything right. to come out beautiful which I don't let anything go out of my studio that I don't care about so. right
0: and 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 uh, um, there's already a known relationship of a give and take for what's happening there exactly because they're also gifting people for usually their business or their time or something else that there's already been a transaction you're just kind of closing it yes yes mm-hmm. yes yes so what did you get out of going to the the blogger event the hello sessions
1: uh it was my first time to be in front of people it was i think there were A couple hundred ladies there. Mm -hmm. It was in Portland, which is gorgeous and totally feeds your hipster, artsy soul. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was the first time that I had ever heard someone talk about what I was feeling inside that I couldn't put words to. It was when I figured out that I wasn't the only person in the world that had these feelings. And I... I get teary right now just thinking about how I felt when the keynote speaker was up there, and I was like,
0: "Hell yes!" And and she was describing like starting her own thing.
1: Just, yeah. yeah, she was just describing she is a motivational coach specifically for women in their businesses and mm-hmm. so she knew all the things to say to get you ramped up and yeah. make you cry and make yeah. you feel feelings. And so mm-hmm. it was the first time that I ever got a chance in this this particular part of my journey to say, "Oh my gosh, me too. This is my this is my journey. These are my people. Yeah. They're they're doing the real work and they're making stuff happen." So mm-hmm. It's real. It's not just me having a a weird moment. Yeah. And it's not just social media. There are Mm -hmm. real people with real feelings in the real world that are sitting in their PJs with their top knot, not Mm -hmm. knowing what the hell to do, freaking out, but still doing it. Yes. There's millions of us out there.
0: Well, and, and that's what I'm so excited to showcase on this podcast because there's so many women every day, regardless of what they're doing, they wake up and they do it. Mm-hmm. And they doubt themselves the entire day mm-hmm. and get up and do it again. Yep. And there's people who um, I don't think we acknowledge how many people are like up to something and creating things if they aren't showcased in a celebrity oriented setting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so excited to have so many guests on that people have never heard of and should know of. And you're an example. of that. Oh, thank you.
1: It's like that chef's table with Christina Toshi, Mm -hmm. where she talks about, um, she said, oh, I did 10 years worth of work before anyone cared what the hell I did. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of background that goes into it. Mm -hmm. There's three years of work before I'm sitting in a studio in Hollywood recording a podcast or, you know, flying across the country to meet with someone and, Mm -hmm. You have to go through all of the stuff to get to that part. There's no way I would have sat here three years ago when I started my business. There's no way. I had to go through all of the growth and the coming into myself before I would have been able to do that. So,
0: And, and something that you and I have talked about is how you hear the voice in your head that keeps saying, like, "How about that? How about that? How about now?" And whether it's a money conversation or other commitments or whatever else you have going on that you keep telling it to like wait. Mm -hmm. And there gets to be a point when you can't tell it to wait anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh shit, now what do I do? Because I hear you. We got to go now. And it makes me think of the Elizabeth Gilbert um, book, Big Magic. I don't know if you've read that Mm -hmm. one at all, but she speaks about how genius is like the f- genius fairy that comes to you and you can either get on the train now or else it's going to get sick and tired of waiting for you and it's going to move on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so there comes a moment of both like when like I couldn't take ignoring it anymore mm-hmm. and knowing like I had to go now. Like yeah. there was an external requirement and an internal one and they just kind of have met. And it's a really scary thing to go through when you realize like, oh, shit, this is real. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, this year I've done a lot of work on myself, a ton Mm -hmm. of work ton ton of work but one of the things that I did was go have this very elaborate astrology reading Ooh. Um, and she pointed out all of these patterns right so mm-hmm. the interesting part is this is in the literally in the stars for you it's been imprinted on your DNA from birth mm-hmm. and you can look at the spikes and the patterns so mm-hmm. this is when this is going to present it, this is presenting itself to you and mm-hmm. what did you do oh you didn't complete that task or you didn't graduate or you didn't choose to go to that that school or that state yeah or take that job you turned your back against your true self at that time now that pattern is going to spike again in so many years or so many months mm-hmm. and it gets stronger and stronger yeah. and I think that is why we wait until our 30s <laughs> 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 to really step into our own self mm-hmm. and and get in get into it mm-hmm. you know and just go oh, fuck it. what let's do it yeah like, let's, let's do it now, like you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy because I'm listening to you exp- like, share that story. I can feel, like, my body getting all tingly. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, yeah. That's so- how I
0: felt it when the
1: keynote speaker was speaking. It's like, yeah. yes, yes, yes. The, on an energetic level, mm-hmm. you're connecting perfectly with your yep. path. It's like, oh, my gosh, I've got goosebumps inside thinking
0: about this. Yeah. And, and people keep asking me, how, am I stressed? And – I think about how stressed I was before, and it was always stressed about problems that I didn't have 100% control to fix or solve, Mm -hmm. or people that um, weren't interested in taking the stress away or putting in things that could make everyone's life easier. So the stress was always an external stress of stuff I actually didn't care about having to deal with. And now the one stress I have is 100% financial. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And it sounds crazy. Like when you're like, oh, like yeah, I'm stressing out about how I'm going to make this work financially until the ball is rolling. But I've never felt a peace and calm and level of focus that I have now. Mm -hmm. And I'm so hyper aware of it that there's like a small part of me that's like, oh, God, what happens if that stops? But it's not even it's just there. And I'm so grateful every day that I acknowledge it and I say something about it. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for another day where I have this piece, feel focused. We've made it through. Everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And even like with Jesse and I, we've been talking. I'm like, we have a house. We have food. We have people that care about us. Like we don't need anything. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah. Oh, we've been on three years of that. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, that exact feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I was at a point a year and a half ago Uh, when I, I was severely depressed, high anxiety, Mm -hmm. everything was terrible and the world was falling down all of the time. And I just got to a point where it wasn't even me. My husband turned to me and said, you need to go to, I don't care what you do, but Mm -hmm. you need to go for a walk. You need to go to yoga. You need to do something with yourself because you are miserable Mm -hmm. and I don't like seeing you like this. Mm -hmm. And so- I started going to to yoga, yeah, and I loved it. It was great to sweat and I needed something very gentle and mm-hmm. and and the meditation. and just after that, it was like, yeah, self-help books and uh, audiobooks, and seeing the astrologer and and doing past life readings. And I just got super into figuring out my patterns mm-hmm. myself, who mm-hmm. was really me. And I realized at some point, like, I was looking for me. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that I had actually settled into myself and the anxiety and the depression had gone away mm-hmm. and it it was it was so refreshing to just be like you say there's this weird calm that happens all of a sudden. Yep. You're just freaking Yoda
0: yeah. <laughs> and
1: everyone else who's freaking out around you mm-hmm. about what you're doing or what they're doing, you just have the best advice for that. It's just pouring out of you. yeah. And and I, I can't explain why, but there is this calm that happens. And I think it's that you're aligned with your path.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I do believe that there are the universe and you could say your ancestors, like there's a team of energy and people out there, people that you're aware of and people that you may not be who are rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think enough people realize how many people they have rooting for them. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of what started the Powerful Ladies journey because it's heartbreaking for me when women say the words, I can't. It's heartbreaking when... Um, Women don't have people or a place to go to to like get the energy and the resolve they need to like get up and keep going. And I like, I feel so lucky that there are people I can call men, women who, if I need to get you know back to my ideal state of being. Or to get my head out of my ass, I can call them and they're like, "Yep, I got you. Let's go." Yeah. Are those moments in my life that I can go back to and be like, "No, like you did this, you can do this." Mm -hmm. Like it's um, it's nice to have those. And I've been really aware between the coaching I've done and traveling the world, especially seeing that that's not what everyone has to come back to. And how can I? What can we create together that allows more people to know that? how much power they have inside themselves and how much support is actually there. Mm -hmm. And so often it's our own selves that are choosing not to see this support because we don't think we deserve it.
1: Of course. Yeah. And there always comes a point where everyone is rooting for you and then all of a sudden you just start rooting for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when the real magic happens. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, hell yeah, I can do this. I could totally do this. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are days when you also feel like I can't get myself out of bed. Yeah. But you're right. Those people that are in your corner that you've mm-hmm. attracted, they, they've they been there too. And they know how to tell you to get out of bed.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're both lucky also to have partners who aren't, are not going to stand for us not taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. and knowing like what us at our best selves look like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, Je- Jesse was a similar catalyst in being like, you're commuting to LA, like you're miserable. I can see it physically impacting you mm-hmm. and wearing on you like you can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And me being mad, I'm like, no, I can do anything. And then being like, damn it, you're right. Okay, fine. But it was great. Like, it's, it's nice to have somebody in your corner, literally, right? Yeah. Who is like, time out. Yeah. Like, you, I need you to take care of you a little bit. Yeah. And there's a huge difference in the way that you
1: present yourself in the world when you are taking care of yourself, when you're mm-hmm. – Doing your whatever your routine is, yeah, ten jumping jacks or meditation or whatever mm-hmm. you do in the morning to make you get ready and go, yeah, uh, you need that stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to eat, yeah, <laughs> which I've done lots of days without, just being so busy, yeah. Um, but I'm always thankful for the days that I shower in the morning and remember to eat lunch yeah like that's you don't think about that stuff when you're working for someone else Mm -hmm. um because the because you're given a timeline yes like they say get out of here and go to lunch no one's telling you get out of here and go to lunch Mm -hmm. you could easily sit on your computer all day Mm -hmm. or you know in my case work on a project all day and not remember to do those things
0: well especially when you're also enjoying it and getting wrapped up in it and it starts to consume you when you're enjoying it mm-hmm. and like for me it's always hard i try um every day to set my schedule from 7 a.m to 7 p.m doesn't mean i'm working that entire time but i block out every minute of like work out and get ready start working like every hour is a meeting or it's clearly tasks that i need to take care of and I put in there, like, eat or go for a walk. Like, you have to have 30 minutes of, like, recharge mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. Otherwise, you will start to lose your mind. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah mine is, I like to make dinner
1: for my family every night. Mm-hmm. almost most <laughs> <laughs> But for me, that is the time where I don't have anything else to do but... Mm-hmm. I love cooking, so it feels creative to me. It feels like yep. a little bit of a moving meditation. I can mm-hmm. lose myself in it, and it's a time for me to relax. Mm-hmm. I know that's not like, like that for everyone, but um, for me, I like to be creative and relax in that way. So mm-hmm. I know at that time, I've got to wrap it up and go cook dinner mm-hmm. because it's my time to decompress.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I think it's so important. Yeah. The, the creating – I don't know how you can make it through a day of being an entrepreneur or a small business and having so much on your personal shoulders if you don't put those same processes in for yourself that, mm-hmm. you know, a corporation would, as an example. Yeah. Uh, it's so critical. Yeah. Um, you So you've been doing the business for three years. You mentioned it's pivoted a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, were you – expecting that were you resistant to it like how is the pivoting come and how have you managed it I was not expecting it
1: um I wasn't expecting anything mm-hmm. I, I thought honestly I thought oh you just take like two months to build a website and then everyone comes and buys things from you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I think is a really common thing that entrepreneurs mm-hmm. think um and so I did not expect to spend that much money on a website. I did not expect for it to take as long as it did. I did Mm -hmm. not expect to hate. The industry that I was getting into, I ended up just making my own Squarespace website because mm-hmm. that was the thing that worked the best for me in the long run. Yeah. But that was hard, mm-hmm. having that conversation with my husband, because although we are separate as far as like, this is my business, he doesn't get into my finances, I do check with him when there's a big ticket item. Yeah. Just because we're partners in life. Yeah. um, And so he, he said – Whatever you need, whatever you need. I mean, I could tell he wasn't excited about it, but <laughs> whatever you need. So, um, so no, I didn't expect it to shift so much. No, I didn't expect to be feeling those feelings of mm-hmm. like a little bit failure. But also, I just, I never called it a failure. I called it a pivot. So yeah. it felt like it was like, okay, still moving, still moving, still moving. Um, but I had no idea that I would be here. Mm-hmm. Doing the things that I'm doing now, it's like, holy crap! I, I can't believe that this is my job yeah. that I made for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I created this thing, and now people are trusting me to do this, and hiring me to do this, and yeah. spending money on this, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I didn't even realize the amount of money that goes into something like this, as far as what corporations pay or what mm-hmm. hotels are willing to pay for uh, the services that we do. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. I just thought, okay, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. This is what I'm yeah. interested in. This is what I'm interested in. I just kept following what I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And now people are coming for me and wanting me, which is, I have to pinch myself, but I also have to go, all right. Uh, this is the fantasy. Yeah. Like you asked for this. Right.
0: <laughs> the good and the bad. That's yeah. yeah
1: you asked for this monster. Mm-hmm. Like you wanted this life. You wanted to build this. And now it here it is, right here, ready for you to have. Yeah. Don't freak out. Mm-hmm. Like don't
0: sabotage
1: this. Yeah. You know? So
0: and from a practical perspective, you're providing the um, corporate gifting services right? where you're handcrafting what the gifts are, putting it together, delivery, all that. Yeah. And then on the hotel side, I know that you're in a new space, so you can't reveal everything. But what can you tell so people can get a grasp of like, what that actually is? So we're creating
1: luxury amenities for hotels mm-hmm. uh, and resorts. Uh, basically, everything from hand-cut soaps to candles that everything is on a branded level. So I look at those items much like I would look at a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, I take into account what the environment is, who the client is, Mm -hmm. uh, what the branding is, what we're trying to get across. Mm -hmm. So I look at everything from a branding perspective. And that's how I look at my gifts too. Mm -hmm. All right, what's the season? What's the occasion? Who's the recipient? Because I don't want to just send stuff to send it mm-hmm. I don't want to just place something in a room just to place it I'm tired of um, cheap plastic crap yeah <laughs> um, I'm tired of things that aren't thoughtful mm-hmm. um, and so for me it's really a mission yep to uh, Im- impress the end customer yeah like make them feel good at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, there's a difference between picking up a bottle of, um, you know, whatever branded water from, you know, one of those companies, and then picking up something that's been uh, designed yeah. specifically for the hotel, mm-hmm. and just the impact that that makes—a bottle yep. of water. Yep,
0: it's so different. I have a perfect example for you. So I have spent more nights in hotels than in my own bed some year, <laughs> and depending on what year it's been. And I've traveled all around the world. And usually, when I'm traveling, I am a carry on challenge person. So I've got my carry on and I have like a backpack or a tote, and that's it. And that's how I can survive for, I've done six weeks that way. Oh, wow. I mean, granted, we're doing laundry. I'm not being gross. Yeah. (laughs) So, but like that's, so it's super minimalistic. I'm not buying a lot of stuff in the way, or if I am, it has to fit into those things. Mm -hmm. I was staying at a hotel in Stockholm and it was a little bit, Trendy boutique style because I've been working in footwear and apparel, so you tend to stay in places that are inspiring or that your clients want to meet you because that's the whole world that it is. Yeah. And they had a glass uh, bottle that said had said water on it and had like a fitted uh, paper based cap on it, and I was so excited about how just the design of the bottle and like how clean it was and it wasn't plastic and everything was reusable recyclable i still have that bottle today because it looks kind of like a old-fashioned milk bottle and it's like what we put change in yeah and that was exactly what you're talking about something random in a hotel mm-hmm. that most people wouldn't even see but it stuck with me to the point where i'm like nope i'm making room in my bag for that Thanks. yeah yeah
1: and even that this that's our ideal client mm-hmm. um even i'll say that we went on a trip a business trip up to San Francisco and the they had bottles there that had the hotel logo on them mm-hmm. and um we filled up those plastic bottles like 3 times in San Francisco mm-hmm. like just because and i wouldn't have done that if it was A lame, crinkly bottle, you know, with a little paper thing on it. Mm -hmm. It's just, it just, it changes something. It changes your perception. It changes how you feel about your stay. It changes how you feel about coming back, about Mm -hmm. telling people about it. And that's really what my goal is, is to affect the end customer more so than, um, I mean, obviously making it easy for my clients. Yeah. um, But affecting the end customer really is my goal.
0: No, for sure. And, and and the bottle I have doesn't even have the hotel's name on it. Yeah. Like, it just looks like a vintage glass bottle. And um, there was just... I appreciated that knowing that it's a country already that cares a lot about sustainability and the full circle economy and where everything goes, that they didn't choose the probably cheaper path of one of the lame water bottles and they yeah. brought something special in.
1: Yeah. It's all just about Just be thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Just take a second, and I realize that my clients don't have time to take a second. Mm -hmm. They're running at two hundred percent all the time. Yeah, Uh, a lot of times they don't even have time to be interested in a a service like mine. Mm -hmm. And so, my job is to make their job easier. So.
0: That's whenever people have asked what I do that's usually the answer I give I make your life easier yeah <laughs> but it's true like there's not enough people who are approaching work that way in general yeah um well but it's yeah.
1: energetically also if you think about mm-hmm. um, what can you do to provide like that comes from being from gratitude and abundance and all of that sort of energy comes from what can you give, what Mm -hmm. can you provide? And so instead of thinking about sales and like, who can I, who can spend money with me? Who can I get? Mm -hmm. I need to close that client. I need to do this, this, this. I approach things like that's a really interesting property. I'd love to get in and talk to them and tell them how I can make their job easier Mm -hmm. and how I can impact their guests And, you know, it's more of a, I'd much rather give my services Mm -hmm. in that
0: way, in that way Mm -hmm. than sell. Yeah. Well, I think it's a misconception that most people have about what selling is, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's always a story of like the best car salesman is the one that just wants to hear about you and how he can make sure that you get the best vehicle for you or your family mm-hmm. and doesn't care if it comes from him. Exactly. And then and you're instantly more loyal to him. Like, nope, I want you. Yeah. Like you weren't trying to push me into something I don't need. Like you actually cared about me. Yeah. I want you to know
1: the facts. I mm-hmm. want you to know how to, how to make it better for me. I want yeah. you to listen to me and all my <laughs> yeah. woes and then I'll buy from you. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it's, it's kind of like how people get so hung up about the word networking. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's just making friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you don't know when this is going to pan out or if it ever will. Mm-hmm. Just make a friend. Just make a new, meet a new person. Yeah. And at some point, you might realize that you can work together on something, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think we've known each other a few years. Yeah, We've always been interested in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time we've ever worked on something together. So and who knows, we could have never worked together. Mm -hmm. But at least we can share like stories and yes, and help each other in other ways. So it's not about what you can get. No, it's about how you can share and what you can give.
0: I think that's a great um, thing to ask you about, too, because I'm a firm believer in The more you share what you're up to, the more um, it gives access to people to support you that didn't even know they had something to give you. Mm -hmm. So through your journey, like what is sharing? What you? How have you shared what you've been creating and up to? And how has that changed? How it's um, how it's evolved and how people have been able to support you.
1: So I have made a I've made a practice of being more vulnerable in general. Mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I'll post on my Facebook things that are going on in my life that aren't glamour and <laughs> yeah. and uh, the point of that is to say I want to give to people that I'm a regular person mm-hmm. who was doing regular things, who thought she wasn't smart enough or good enough or whatever my hangups were. Mm-hmm. and I did it anyway. Yeah. and got over my shit <laughs> yeah or am at the top of the hill of my shit right, right. now um but enough that I can move forward so mm-hmm. I think that um, I I don't know so much in my personal life if I need to leverage my relationships in the way of for my business gains mm-hmm. but I definitely am about sharing yeah my journey just to show you can do it too mm-hmm. I thought that I was not smart mm-hmm. and I did it anyways yeah I didn't give a shit I did it uh-huh. you know so helping out um, people understand that they
0: do also have that power in them is mm-hmm. is what I like to do mm-hmm. so since you've been a, a business owner has it been a moment that or what's been the moment that made you? Really confirm with yourself that, like, no, this is what I want to be doing versus something else. Because there's always the moment of, of being like, uh, I'm going to go back to what's safe. Or I'm going to go back to what's predictable. So has there been, and if there was, what was the moment that, or may, maybe there's been multiple, that are confirming to you, like, no, this is exactly what I should be doing? Uh, <laughs> it's
1: like an everyday, no. Um, just the people that I've been able to meet in mm-hmm. business and the places that I've been able to go with my business so far yeah. without any advertising or just being able to get meetings with people that I admire the companies that they're working for mm-hmm. and for them to trust me and understand my vision and what I'm doing and align with them. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps me going. Yeah. Uh, I just got a random inquiry last week from a company that I didn't know existed before they sent me an inquiry. And I found out that they, I mean, they do so much. Yeah. And it's stuff like that. I, didn't, I don't even know how they found me. Mm-hmm. So um, to, I know that I'm on the right path if yeah. that stuff is happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we were talking um, when I had called you at being on the podcast and we brought up one of my favorite terms, which is the breadcrumbs from the universe. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important that as you're as you're choosing to follow what you believe in your heart and soul is I don't know what it looks like, but I need to make a lift. Mm-hmm. Like when you just start to do that and the universe meets you halfway. Mm-hmm. And it might be something small, it might be something that would occur, it's insignificant in any different time or place, but it means everything to you. And you have an amazing story about that, uh, if you wanna share it all about the coin.
1: It's just a little, so I think, the moment that you realize that life is magic
0: Mm -hmm. made
1: of pure magic and all of those breadcrumbs that you were talking about are magical little nuggets from the universe yeah it literally life becomes like this crazy unicorn party you know (laughs) and you're like holy crap there's so much around that's telling me where to go or Mm -hmm. or that's open to me and so um I actually cleaned the yoga studio for a discounted rate because, you know, entrepreneurship is like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so one day I was cleaning the yoga studio and um, I only ever find like bottles and obviously like towels and stuff. Right. And I went into the men's locker room one day and there was this weird coin Mm -hmm. sitting on the counter. Mm -hmm. And um, it was like about two inches in diameter. So I picked it up. And I was like, this is the weirdest little plastic coin ever. And I turned it over and it was a room. I found out, but I turned it over and it was a room key from a hotel in Dubai. And I was like, "Uh, I'm in San Diego and there's this weird coin room key sitting in the middle of the counter. The yoga studio is silent and it's just me and this coin. (laughs) And I'm looking at it and I'm like, what? Of all the people to pick mm-hmm. up this coin and find this random hotel key mm-hmm. to a place around the world from us is me who deals in hotels. Yeah. And so that to me said, you're not thinking big enough. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much world out there. Like it's a good reminder to me yeah. that there's a an entire world out there that I haven't tapped or I haven't even thought about tapping because mm-hmm. – I think that we just get so focused on like when I started this, it was a locally sourced business. Yeah. Which I still like to deal in some small vendors. Mm-hmm. I still obviously all of our product has been vetted by me. Yeah. And it's all stuff that I believe in. But I I had this like zoned in on this locally sourced thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I broke away from that. And started doing hotel stuff. But at the same time, I was thinking, like, oh, I got to go to all the hotels in San Diego. And here's this key. Yeah. You know? And shortly after, I got an inquiry from a hotel in Vegas. And then, like, you know, I'm traveling to, like... New York and stuff. And like, it's just opening up so much that Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize was possible. Yeah. When I started my business three years ago, focusing on local goods, going to farmer's markets to find, I mean, just so different. Yeah. You know, so Mm -hmm. that's another little breadcrumb that was like, you go girl, you're on the right path. Yeah. Think bigger, keep going bigger. So, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, Who who had been integral in in you getting here obviously we're focused on women being powerful ladies but it can be anybody but who are the key people that have either helped you specifically or giving you the confidence and support to to get here and let's start there um I think that my time
1: at the salon was really helpful because Mm – and also going to that all-girls school. Yeah. Because all of those ladies – not all of them, but I'm going to say 90% of them went off to a lot of Ivy League schools, and they Mm -hmm. were go-getters. And um, although that wasn't the way that I should be in the world, Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm definitely not um, a college-type of lady who likes to sit and learn. Yeah in that way. But, um, but being around that, it's always been this like high level of um, achievement, Mm -hmm. like go, go, go. Mm -hmm. So being around that, and then being around the ladies in the salon who, you know, they were fancy, fancy ladies. Yeah. Um, uh, A lot of them, even though they were stay at home moms now had gone to law school and were, were, you know, powerful in their own right, mm-hmm. even though they were mm-hmm. raising families and this was like a second time in their life, they yeah. had done their stuff too. Yeah. Um, and so just being around that uh, was what kept me, it has been very influential in mm-hmm. knowing that um, there's more, there's yep. always more. Yeah. Like you get to decide when you stop. Yep. You get to decide if you want it to be a locally sourced gift company Mm -hmm. (laughs) only in your area or if you want to travel to Dubai. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's up to you where you stop. It's Mm -hmm. not it it can be anything. So
0: I remember being a kid and I have always been still am someone who does a lot of collage and vision boards. And I'm always ripping things out of magazines that I'm like drawn to and i remember reading articles and you know building i used to decorate my closet door at the time in high school and always thinking that these people had these amazing lives and i was always attracted to uh, husband wife teams that started businesses or women that did like it's always been something that i have been drawn to from an inspiration perspective and for a long time i always thought like that's what other people have. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't deserve it, couldn't have it, but I, I never thought it was like real in that I could have it mm-hmm. until I got the phone call um, from a recruiter about moving to Germany for work. And then I was like, oh wait, like it's not other people that live in Europe. Like I can live in Europe. Mm-hmm. And it was such a weird moment of not even realizing that there was limiting beliefs that I had that were keeping me small, but just noticing in a second that you can, truly have like whatever crazy ideas happen and when I was living in Europe I have so many amazing friends from that time but we were all working for like Puma or Adidas we all like on paper looked very homogenous of like having gone to school and been in sports and we've traveled and we had these careers and we were like the same people just from every different part of the world and it was during the one percent conversation and I was like guys like maybe not financially, but from a mental perspective, we are like the Mm 0.001% because we wouldn't think twice about getting on an airplane tomorrow and going anywhere in the world. We wouldn't think twice about, you know, it's not weird that you're having a meeting with Kanye about Yeezy tomorrow. Like that's not normal. Yeah. But like to us, it was just normal because that's all we were doing was making apparel and footwear and working with athletes and celebrities and traveling. And it sounds insane, and no one knows who half these people are that were doing all this stuff because you just don't know who's behind the scenes on that. Yeah. But I remember like just appreciating that uh, we were all at a place where, because of the opportunities that had come to us, that we really were much more in a conductor role than other people get to be. Mm-hmm. And and that's also so important for for a message for me to give people is to your point, like it's we're playing it's a game we're playing like what game do you want to play mm-hmm. like you actually write the rules yeah so like what rules do you want to give up right now
1: yeah it's I, yeah that's a crazy it's crazy when you start thinking about it in that way mm-hmm. but we're so trapped in our own patterns and our own minds yeah that we don't realize that like you could be that girl I've started thinking about I mean who is Kanye you know yeah. like that's some dude that believed so hard in himself mm-hmm. that he is where he is today. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference that, I mean, honestly, the com- they always say the combo of preparedness meets luck, right? Yes. But it's like, also, the, he's manifesting because he's like, I'm mm-hmm. awesome. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do this. I'm mm-hmm. going to go and work my butt off until I get there, mm-hmm. right? So like, why can't Kara, do that. Yeah, like why can't Ryan do that? Why can't we also be Kanye? I mean, Kanye <laughs> is kind of—we all know how he is, but mm-hmm. like a little sprinkle of Kanye never hurt anyone. Yep, as far as like that self-confidence and keeping going and mm-hmm. um, being that person.
0: Yeah, it's like it's where where in your life could you be more hungry, and where yeah. are you where are you what haven't what facets haven't you turned on and lit up because. It's, and it's not also like coming back to your service level. Like, it's not just about how do you yourself feel awesome and confident and get what you want. It's like, no, like by me not maximizing what my potential is, I'm letting down all the other people that could be impacted by it. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, there's an amazing thought process of every day, like, you don't realize how many people you impact. And it could be negative, it could be positive or negative or neutral. Like, the people that you pass in the highway the people that you're sitting at the stoplight with the people that you're in line behind at the coffee shop like you are able to impact every one of those lives mm-hmm. you just choose if like what that impact's going to be mm-hmm. are you making someone's day today or are you going to be the person that they're having a cocktail over later like Yeah. that's, that's I, how you choose and it's
1: how you it's how you present yourself to the world but it's also how you mm-hmm. take situations and reflect back right so mm-hmm. you can switch as a customer service person you can switch any situation (laughs) Mm -hmm. pretty much anyone no matter how mad they are about what's going on if you're any good manager will be able to switch that around and Mm -hmm. change their day and make them better right so why can't we do that for everything yeah or at least like 80 percent. i know it's exhausting to be like that all the time yeah but just switching your thought even in your own life like man, I just spilled coffee on my shirt, you know, instead of going like, well, this is going to be a crap day. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, what's the lesson here? Wasn't meant to wear that shirt. Wasn't meant to wear that (laughs) shirt. All right. Can I run to Target and get something really quick, you know, but it's still going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. So it's your perception and how you decide to process that information. For sure.
0: Some days it's just topless day and that makes it exciting for everybody. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What are you excited about for what's coming up and what you're putting in motion? Um, I'm excited that people
1: are believing and trusting in me with their very, very uh, big and awesome projects. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. Um, I'm excited to be able to provide a life for my family Mm -hmm. uh, that I've always dreamed about. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of always thought that I would be well off and that's subjective yeah right so it's like I've always thought like at some point in my life I'm gonna be able to travel anywhere and do anything and like order steak if I want and not think twice or like yep. order that thing I'm not talking about excess I'm talking about like oh I want the fully loaded Mazda mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah whatever like I
0: want that shirt I'm yeah. gonna get it right um someone once told me that the uh, true luxury is luxury of choice yeah And I think that's exactly what you're speaking to. Like, if you want to, you can travel to Buffalo or you can travel to New York. You can go to Dubai and you can choose. Like, you have the power to choose based on your circumstances. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, luxury is also subjective
1: to people, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, I think the target's a luxury over, like, a Walmart or something, you know. So, it's um, that's what I'm excited about is, like, now I can see – I can see – the clients. I can see the revenue. I mm-hmm. can see how it's all lining up and setting up for what I've always hoped for myself, but yeah. didn't really have the um, the mojo to put it in place. And mm-hmm. now these two parts of me are aligning, right? So my big vision, creative yeah. part where I can dream up anything uh-huh. and my actual physical part. Mm-hmm. Uh, that includes the subconscious that is like, no, girl, you're not quite there yet, right? Uh-huh. So they're kind of lining up at this point, which is really, really exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. There's um, self-talk is, a, is obviously a big conversation. February, I think, is now being termed like self-love month. Mm-hmm. Um, what are things that you put in place to kind of check yourself and check in and make sure that you're not going into old habits that, um, just weren't suiting you, whether they were self-talk or something else?
1: I think it's all about understanding that those things exist, first mm-hmm. and foremost. So... Um, When something comes up, I instead of just going in the direction that might not be the right, I stop and I think, is this a pattern? Is this something that I can change? Is this something I can correct? Now I am more conscious. I'm Mm -hmm. more in my body. I'm Mm -hmm. more grounded. Um, I do a lot of meditation, a lot of yoga. I listen to books on tape, Mm -hmm. self-help, all about mindset and Mm -hmm. energy, like, Pretty much nonstop. Yeah, it's in the car. It's in my work studio. Um, anytime I'm doing anything except for typing on my computer, basically. Yeah, um, I'm listening, and um, that is an audio reassurance that mm-hmm. I'm moving in the right direction. And you know, if you're told it's subliminal, if you're told yeah. enough times. That you're a badass and you can do anything you want. Yeah. You start to believe it after a while. Mm -hmm. So those are things that are non-negotiable for me.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Thanks. So um, in addition to being a a badass entrepreneur, you're also a mom to Mm -hmm. an awesome daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, How has being an entrepreneur changed your relationship with her and like who you get to be for her? Um, So I met my stepdaughter
1: when she was 10. She's 17 now. Um, and so she has seen me change from she met me as a hairdresser Mm -hmm. she saw me go back to school and she saw me start my business she's seen me um at my worst Mm -hmm. you know uh she's seen me like she just she came with me to the studio today and she's kind of freaking out so that's fun (laughs) um and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna join in my husband and her together as this like Mm -hmm. they have seen me go through all of this stuff and the nice thing is is that they have switched their their um, perception of the world and how they see it and and Mm -hmm. patterns and they've started working on themselves as well yeah Uh, not because I was preachy and told them they had to but because they saw physical and mental shifts in me and Mm -hmm. have commented on how I've changed my life. And so they're Mm -hmm. inspired to change their lives as well, Mm -hmm. or at least be more conscious of what's happening. Yeah. This is a choice. You get to choose if you want to be happy today or if you choose to, if you want to be sad. I mean, not Mm -hmm. everyone is optimistic naturally. So Mm -hmm. that's a choice.
0: A hundred percent. I think often when, you know, people talk about international relations and conflicts, um, we don't talk enough about the soft influence that you can have in, um, in countries by really looking at uh, how mothers and women are operating in that country because I think it's just biologically how the mother goes, so the family goes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great example of how like you just being like, nope, I'm following my path. I'm figuring this out. Let's go. And suddenly, like, the whole family shift, right, starts moving in that direction as well. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why I think it's so important that more women are finding their voice. Because I think, you know, there's – if you look across generations, they talk about how, like, history will repeat itself until we're honest about it and, like, really address it. And that happens on the big scale from a country perspective and on a smaller scale from families if you look at – um poverty or abuse or, um, you know, health habits, whatever they are. And so I think it's really interesting to see more people being aware of their physical, mental, spiritual selves, to see more women getting their voice and feeling that they're like, there's a huge contribution to it. Like, you know, we, people say that the stay at home mom is the like most important job that you can have. And. I think whatever you're doing as a woman like you are influencing so many people like please put your oxygen mask on first like yeah. we like we need you to um as the caregivers biologically of of people like please remember to take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. and that goes back to like you know showering and eating and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. basic stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um understanding that you're super important and if you're not at your best and i don't mean you're pretty and put on your makeup every day Mm -hmm. i mean like if you feel like crap and your kids will see that or your friends will see that or Mm -hmm. your whoever your peers will see that yeah um and it's like you know a, a company is only as great as the ceo like you can't raise the morale without the ceo Mm -hmm. having that because it all trickles down Mm -hmm. it's all you know we've all been in toxic work environments where everyone hates the boss or hates what they're doing yeah and you can feel it it's the same thing Mm -hmm. everything is the same yeah (laughs) worldwide company-wide household-wide it's all the same it's just how you react and what you're attracting Mm
0: -hmm. so when you're not working your tail off Mm -hmm. what are you doing to have fun what are you doing to recharge like what does the rest of your life look like? Uh, Well, I love to travel, which is
1: very convenient that that's part of my job. Mm -hmm. Um, So my job actually doesn't feel like a job, which can be dangerous because I'm doing it all the time. Yeah. I'm always thinking about it. But um, if you listen to any of the other podcasts, like How I Built This. Mm -hmm. One of uh, my favorites. Yeah so great um they talk about a lot of the entrepreneurs on there talk about like don't start a business unless you are okay with it being you and you being it it really is you mm-hmm. like it's in your soul mm-hmm. and no matter what happens to it it's always part of you so yeah it's really hard to like push that away um and and make time for yourself um but i mean it's fun. This is fun. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like I have to go have fun. Um I mean this is this is just it's me. Mm-hmm. It feels so much a part of me that I don't feel like I need to step away from it. Yeah. Have fun all day. Like yeah. I actually had to go through the work of figuring out how to not feel guilty because my work is so freaking fun. <laughs> that like I thought like you know, this mm-hmm. is a work day for me. Yeah. I'm working right now, yeah. but I get to just sit in a room <laughs> and chat with you. Yeah, and um, and to not feel guilty about that—that that is my work, and I mm-hmm. love it so much because we're conditioned to think that work should suck, and yeah. doesn't have to suck. You can love your job. Yep, like it really is the thing, and you can get paid for it. Mm-hmm. You can get paid a lot of money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah, I had to do the work around. And I think that's a pretty common entrepreneurial thing that you have to not feel guilty for having fun.
0: Yeah, and and in regards to like how you generate it, right, and, and you're creating it, and the structures we have about what work and business look like, like my MBA is in entrepreneurship, right? Like entrepreneurship should, I should know that forward and backwards. And from the practical and operational, like all that stuff, yes, check. But what they didn't talk about, or at least I didn't hear when we were having this conversation that day, was how there's been such a trend towards so many people working for someone else versus working for themselves or generating their income streams on the, for themselves that I don't think we talk enough about how um, how you can figure out ways to make money in a creative way that fulfills you. Like you know, generations ago, everybody would have been doing something like that. Like I'm a cobbler because I've learned this and I know it and it works for me and it feels good. And every day I wake up and every day I'm creating what my success is or isn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's such a disconnect between people knowing that every day they can take things on that people will pay for that allow them to sustain their life and that you don't need to be trapped in a corporate cycle because it's, it's, Uh, seem so far away from like how you can be resourceful on your own Mm -hmm. and that to me has been an eye-opening experience I mean I wouldn't have made the jump to doing this full-time if I hadn't sat down with another powerful lady who's a girlfriend of mine who has her own business and she just was like why it's a money issue get over the money issue like let's just write down six ways right now that you can find an income stream but I mean, it's like crazy. And we did the exercise and I was like, holy shit. Okay, yeah. fine. Yes, we're ready. Let's yeah. go.
1: <laughs> and at the end of the day, like you can always go back to food service. You can always yes. like there's always a way to make money. Always, always, always. So yeah. um, don't let that be your stopper, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and understand that, like, if this is your passion, yeah. you got to just keep the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is being about being tenacious. Because yep. honestly, there's one little thing that happens that's wrong, and you don't believe hard enough in this mm-hmm. vision, you're gonna quit. Yeah, because like honestly, even though I love it so much and you love it so much, yeah. there's like at least fifty percent of the days that totally suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But in the best way possible yeah like you're like, this sucks, but I'm growing so much you yeah. know it's like it's like going to the gym and going like uh more more crunches but like I want abs yeah. so bad <laughs> you know like yeah how bad do you want those abs like mm-hmm. you're gonna go and do millions of crunches every day and eat right and mm-hmm. and like if somebody puts a like a milkshake in your face, you're not gonna have it mm-hmm. you know it's like how bad do you want that? Yeah. Is, and, is it is it gonna happen, you know?
0: Yes. And and I feel uh often that it's not even about what I want, but it's the fact that I can't I can't have these stories not be told. Yeah. Like I can't I can't not create the platform for this other stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the weirdest thing, right? Like it's it's not like I'm waking up every day and being like, like I know what this looks like five years from now. And I have for so long. And now it's like, nope, like we can't. We can't not let this happen anymore. Like yeah. it just doesn't work.
1: Yeah, I find that in my own business too. Where mm-hmm. I, I got to a point where I, I mean, I've definitely said many times, like I'm just going to quit and find a job, because there are days like that. Yeah, and um, I got to a point. I got to certain points where you know the universe is giving me a crumb, and I'd be like, but I can't, I can't not see how this turns out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look anything like how it started. But yeah. I can't. I need to see how this. Ends mm-hmm. like it never ends, but like what happens? Like, yeah. what happens next? I need to be able to keep turning the pages and seeing the next chapters, and mm-hmm. what happens at the end of the day? Yeah, you know, why did I start this in the first place? There's a lot of those questions. <laughs>
0: um, but anyways, um, I know that you've only known your stepdaughter for seven years, but how do you think, with your journey for knowing her for that seven years, how do you think that? Is slash will
1: impact her future on how she views her own things. Um, I definitely think that my tenacity and my uh, my drive to do this. And her being able to see tangible. Um, you know, whether it's a cool project that I'm working on or coming to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, when she sees those things. She gets really excited. You know it's like she sees the part where I'm. A hot mess mm-hmm. and sweating and just so upset about something, which doesn't happen as much anymore <laughs> because I'm all grounded and awesome. But from those times till now, it's mm-hmm. like seeing those shifts has given her the 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 juice, I guess, to mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like you did something, and now it's paying off. Yeah, you know. So that gives her a little insight into what she can do too.
0: Mm-hmm. I think often, too, the words like passion um, should be replaced with curiosity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because like passion is such a hard thing for people to wrap their head around sometimes. And there's a great book out there about um, like don't follow your passion, follow what comes easy to you. Mm -hmm. And how like it sometimes are not the same thing, but it can allow you to kind of build your corporate capital and figure out really what you're meant to do. Mm -hmm. But I, I really think it is that curiosity of like, but what's over there, and like, yeah. but what if I call this person, or what if that happens, and you, you ask the question, what if you start to see it, you call someone, they start to see it, and suddenly there's this whole other existence that you didn't even know about when you asked the question, but you keep asking the questions. Yeah, so I feel like yeah.
1: I think that, that that's like a, a very real example of the last three years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if I didn't say, what if I started my own business, then we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but also like the hairdressing was easy. Yeah. That was my easy. Like I want to be creative and I want to be around people. So it felt very easy and mm-hmm. like next step for me, mm-hmm. which if I got into like, oh, well, I should have, I should have, should, 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 should. But now looking back on all of it, that really set me up for the high level customer service that I'm doing today. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. You just need to like be curious about something and not just be curious because there's a lot of people in the world, and I'm guilty of this sometimes too, where you'll get an intuitive hit. Like something will say, you should call this person or Mm -hmm. you should reach out to this person or that that company is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like you have to be curious, like you have to listen to that insight Mm -hmm. and then you have to do the step. Like that's the hard part is like reaching out Mm -hmm. and then they don't answer. Right. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to reach out again. And I'm just going to keep figuring out how to get into that space that I feel really drawn to. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think there's all, there is a disconnect between wanting and doing Mm -hmm. and the doing that's, That's the scary part. That's where it starts to get real. Yeah. (laughs) Because people answer and then you're like, oh, crap, what do I do now? (laughs) They want me to work for them or they want me to do this thing, you know?
0: Yeah. It's like you can't all the people whose names you write in a list or businesses or, you know, files that you're making of like these would be awesome clients or people to know. Like it it can't stay as a file. No. Otherwise, it's a cool file that you're going to throw away next time you purge your house. Right. Like it has to be like putting points on the board for actually reaching out and doing something with it.
1: Yeah, you know what's, um, speaking of the universe and all all this works, I have a whiteboard in my office mm-hmm. that I write down companies that I find interesting, mm-hmm. uh, or I like their design or there's just something about them that I'm really intrigued by. Mm-hmm. And then I let my, my little brain go to work in inside in my intuition. Mm-hmm. And, um, it could be like the next day, it could be a week or a month later, but something will come up. Like, it's kind of like those sneaky little, um, those sneaky little social media things that happen, where you look up a, a, a something at a store, oh, yeah, the algorithm, and then the, yeah, the algorithm, and then next next thing you know, it's on your Facebook feed, and you're like, how do they know <laughs> that I was looking at black pens from Staples? Yeah, know? and so I think that in a a kind of in a non-tangible way that Mm -hmm. is this so you write down that company that you want to work with and you see it all the time and then it the universe starts to go to work and you'll get a hit or it'll show up in your life somehow Mm -hmm. and it's freaky yeah but it's awesome and you have to follow it Mm -hmm. and that's the only way that you get to the next level or the next
0: step Mm -hmm. and i think too like giving the space for it to come versus Mm -hmm. forcing it sometimes too. Like sometimes it's just not the right season for like that specific path. Like so like not forcing things to happen because there's so many other options. So yes, be tenacious, keep trying, keep trying, but like don't get stuck on it. Like if you have to move on to the other 50 that are on your list, like move on. Mm -hmm. Because one is going to hit. And when it's time for that one, it'll happen. Like We've been talking about this podcast now for three years, and it wasn't happening, partly because of me not taking action, partly because I kept getting distracted by the rest of the world and corporate life and everything else. But it did happen once Jordan was available, and suddenly it was like, oh, yeah, no, we can do it tomorrow. Let's You're go. You're so welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, like, it was it was there and like, okay, okay, okay. And it just, it wasn't the right time. Yeah. Whereas, like, now, now is the time. Yeah. And the timing is not up to you, by Mm -hmm. the way.
1: (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, the timing is never up to you. And the end, the end, big vision could look exactly like what you think it is, or it could be something way better. Um, But it's not really up to you. Mm -hmm. What's up to you is keeping going and following all the little crumbs. Yeah. And then you get to the place where it's like even better than you expected.
0: Yes choose to be dazzling. Yeah. And like that'll be great. Yeah. I have a question for both of you. Okay.
1: For those who are listening who might not know what their bread breadcrumbs are. Mm. What was like did you have that like was the coin for you like you're like, "Oh, this is a breadcrumb." Or and, and then did you think back like, "Oh, this was a breadcrumb. This was like how did you finally realize that like you were getting breadcrumbs from the universe?"
0: I can tell you based on what's happened in the past couple of months with this this being powerful ladies, that when you choose to lean in on something, you know less, like there's so much that you don't know. And there's so much that you're unsure about or unclear about because you just don't know yet. You just know like, all right, I made a decision to turn right. That's all I got right now. And so for me, they've been really obvious in regards to like being in the moment when it's happening, like, holy shit, thank you. And I think it also comes back to what al- what aligned when all of this was happening to start doing this full time. A friend asked me to be part of a group that's reading A Course in Miracles. And so we've been meeting every Tuesday night and like reading it at home, doing the exercises. And like, we just meet once a week. And these are women I've been friends with for a long time. But I had never spent this much time with them without the rest of the group being around. So it wasn't what you would have just expected to show up either. And I'm really grateful that it showed up the way it did. And it's all lining up because it's put me in a place where I'm present to I'm creating something every day, whether it's powerful ladies or (laughs) making sure I work out. Um, And then also really being grateful so I had a bunch of things start lining up and all converging that made this easier. I also committed before knowing I would do this full time that every year around Christmas, either through Hello Possibility or Powerful Ladies, I was doing a days of giving kind of post. And I was like, wait, well, I, for Powerful Ladies, I would love, the theme I hear people asking for is how do I have more peace in my life? So I decided to take on doing a, a 24 days of peace post every day through Powerful Ladies. I got asked to be in this miracle uh book reading and then all these other things happen where I decided to take this on full-time and they literally all lined up at once where it, I didn't have to ask if it was a breadcrumb they just started showing up and whenever I would doubt something or have a question or like people just started people were saying yes when I was asking like everything became a little easier and things started becoming where I knew it didn't have to happen this way. And um, it wasn't just me causing it. And I I think that's why they become so clear. And other times they're like a smack in the face. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just more looking at your day and being like, oh, holy shit. Like, look at all that actually happened. Like, I had a breakdown early in this process of there's no way this can work out. Like, I need to have a full-time job. Like, I can't pay for things while I'm doing this. Had a complete meltdown. Thought it was like the worst day I've had so far. The next day, I got up and had a meeting with um, a woman who's helped me as an assistant right now. And she's like, "What? So, what did we get done yesterday?" And I started listing off the fact, like, "Oh, we have a bank account," and "Oh, the LLC paperwork came in." I was like, "Holy shit!" A lot of huge stuff happened yesterday, but I got totally off course because I started getting like I lost the um, being in a place of abundance and gratitude, and because I was reflecting with her. Like, she was my breadcrumb that day Mm -hmm. because she brought me right back to knowing, being present to what had actually happened. Things were still in motion. Big things had happened the day before that allow us to go forward. Um, So, yeah, it's like being – it's an awareness, but I also get body sensations of, like, goosebumps or tingles or, like Mm -hmm. – I mean, I had it earlier when we were talking. Like, there's a chill you get. Not a chill. Like, it's like the literal warm and fuzzy feeling of – this is a moment that is a reminder of what's happening. That's my long answer. Sorry. <laughs> no, um, I think for me,
1: the it, same, mm-hmm. like things just start lining up and things work out. But also, um, I have also asked for a sign. Mm-hmm. So my symbol um, is a red tail hawk. It's very specific. Um, it is for a very specific reason as well. Um, I was in Brooklyn in October for a conference, a really cool boutique hotel conference. And I was sponsoring and some of my products didn't show up. And if you've ever done conference stuff, you know how terrifying and crazy mm-hmm. like your stuff's not there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm in Brooklyn. I don't have a car. I don't, I, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Uh, and so I'm in an Uber and I'm thinking, this feels, this feels really hard. I'm having a little dialogue with myself. I'm thinking this feels really, really hard and um, I'm sure there's a reason and I just need the sign of the red tail hawk to come and I'll know that I'm on my right path and just just keep going. So mm-hmm. I asked for a sign kind of forgot about it and I'm in the city I'm like at this networking thing and um the next day and I bump into this man I physically tap him and he's pretty funny and we're chatting and he's I'm like oh are you staying at the hotel where the conference is I was staying at a different hotel and he's like so I was asking him questions about how it was and he's like oh it's really really nice um <laughs> they have these cool balconies and like The craziest thing happened this morning. I was like looking out on the balcony and I saw this giant freaking bird. And I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, yeah, this bird like looks right at me. And it like flaps its giant wings and like kind of like screams at me and then flies away. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And he said, yeah. Yeah. It was like this giant freaking hawk in the middle of New York. Like, we're in Brooklyn. What the hell is this big bird doing here? <laughs> and I'm like, my heart starts beating. Like, it's beating right now just yeah. thinking about how excited, that fuzzy feeling. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, it was like, like I think it was a red tail hawk. And I was like, <laughs> fucking kidding me. I was yeah. like, oh, you know, and I'm trying not to look like a freak uh-huh. as he's telling me this story, but it's just like my heart starts being faster and faster and faster, and my palms are getting sweaty. Yeah. And I'm like, it's coming. <laughs> this is what it is. Like, and so he tells me, and I very calmly say, This is gonna sound weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I have to tell you. Mm-hmm. You just handed me my sign from the universe on a silver platter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I didn't need to talk to him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I said my goodbyes. I just like, I asked for it and it came. And this is the interesting point. It mm-hmm. came in a way that I never Ever in a million years would have expected it to come. Yeah. I like, if I ever ask for it, then I see a bird or I see like a drawing or I see the word hawk or something, you know. But I'm like, no, it needs to be very specific to the red tailed hawk and it needs to happen in a way that is, I said in my mind, has to be unmistakable. Mm -hmm. And that was unmistakable. I mean, he said the words to me. I was Uh like freaking out. So whether it's the coin where I like attached my own my own story to that mm-hmm. or I asked for a symbol specifically from the universe and it was given to me by some man that I mean of all the places like I bumped into him and he saw a hawk that morning and he yeah. told me the story like mm-hmm.
0: crazy but it,
1: it magic is real that's all I yeah. have to say
0: <laughs> well and I think it goes back to your um the trigger people have about the word networking, like ev- like there is something you can exchange with everybody out in the universe. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, just go say hi to people. Yeah. Like you do not know what is going to come up. Like whenever you have those triggers of being like, oh, they look nice today. Like say it. Yeah. Because you, that might be the thing that they need to hear mm-hmm. today. And you might be the awesome person that gets to deliver that gift mm-hmm. or that might be open up something else that never would have happened. Like you literally bumped into a man. Yeah. Who you yeah. had never met before. And that's what came out yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. I, I Mel Robbins talks about her five
1: second rule where she's like, whatever comes in, do that thing. And it's like yeah. the, if you get an intuitive hit about um, contact that company, contact that company. Like if you get it, like I just talked to a man in a networking event that I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, and, or whatever it is, like, answer the email, like go to, if you get that gut instinct that you need to call your grandma, call your grandma, like Mm -hmm. the five second rule, like Mm -hmm. don't let your mind get in the way of what your gut is telling you because then you end up 37 years old. (laughs) Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? There are so many times that you're turning your back on yourself
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, or on other people when you could just say, your hair looks pretty today, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. We make everything so much more significant than it needs to be.
1: Or and scary. It's mm-hmm. not scary. This is not hard. Like, just be open and be honest and be vulnerable and be nice. Mm-hmm. And if someone's a jerk, I mean, that's their thing. They're yeah. the ones that are going to go through life as a jerk. You don't have to bring that on to yourself. Mm-hmm. So just be as open and honest and nice as possible to people. And you'll get what you want. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Yeah. And, and. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing to me how that works and how you, that like I'm a firm believer in you will get what you have proven you can be responsible with. Mm-hmm. So, to your point of ignoring those things that should come up, the more you ignore them, the more everyone's like, oh, well, they're not interested. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, I need that intuition. Like, I need, like, please.
1: Yeah. So, it's
0: like this give and take. And just like if you were ignoring, um, someone that you were interested in like to date the more you ignore eventually they're gonna be like they're not really into me Mm -hmm. so don't let the universe think that you're not really into it yeah and also um
1: a big one for me always i don't know if this is female based or i think it is it has to be but um i used to always think like oh they're just saying that to be nice like Oh, that person answered me because they're just being nice. It's mm. not real. Like they don't really think I'm talented or they don't really think mm-hmm. I'm worthy of this thing, you know? Um, they probably just did that to be nice. Like understanding that, like, no, people people mm-hmm. they're busy. Yep. If they're interested, they're interested. If they're not, either go away or <laughs> figure out a way to make them interested, you mm-hmm. know? So
0: Yeah, like there's not as much like BS out in the world as it's fun to be. I know it's
1: so much simpler if you just if you just make genuine, you know, friendships and contact with people. I mm-hmm. always try and figure out with my clients I I always I always trust my gut on what's going to be our thing together. Like mm-hmm. everyone has you can have a thing with anyone. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah, we we totally hike all the time. Like, oh, have you done this hike? And yeah. it, looking at them as a person instead of a business contact mm-hmm. is the best way. Well, that's what they really are. Oh, they are people. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a person, yeah. And we get mm-hmm. so wrapped up in, like, even famous people, you mm-hmm. know? It's like that Everyone Poops book. It's like yes. everyone is a person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we're all people deep down. Mm-hmm. And for me, the salon really taught me that. It's yeah. like we're all – just people trying to survive every day or, Mm -hmm. you know, live our best life.
0: Yep. No, 100%. So one of the things that we're asking all of our guests is on a scale of um, human to powerful lady, like a one to a 10, uh, where do you feel you are right now in your your journey? Where do you feel you are on an average day? So from human to powerful lady,
1: I mean, aren't they one in the same?
0: True right? question. Yes, they can
1: be. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, like uh, my cousin and I, we're very similar and we got on the phone with each other and we're like, oh, you're so awesome. I know. <laughs> you're so awesome too. We're so, oh my God, we're doing this. Like mm-hmm. we're experts in our field because we decided that we were experts in our field. You know, mm-hmm. like it's all about what you decide to be. Mm-hmm. Like how much Kanye are you going to be? You yeah. know, it's like. Of course I'm a powerful lady.
0: Yeah. I'm here. I'm hanging out. Perfect. I'm doing all the things. 100%. Yeah. I wouldn't have called you if I didn't think you were. Right? Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, and like it's it's um it's so inspirational to see someone just like living it and leaning into it and being authentic about it and sharing when it's not fun and sharing when it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And being like, guys, like just come along. Like yeah. this is a really fun party I'm having. Like, do you want to come? Yeah. Like, it's so much easier on the side of – I've been on
1: the side of anxiety and depression, and I've mm-hmm. been on the side of self-doubt and subcon- subconscious beliefs that aren't serving me anymore and yep. patterns that haven't worked in the past and recognizing all that stuff. And being on the Yoda side is so much yep. freaking better than being on the side where life sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there is There are two different sides, and it's, it's not easy to get to the other side, mm-hmm. but – Nothing that was ever worth it is easy. Yep. You know, it's just, you just got to charge through and get the work done.
0: 100%. Yeah. Who are powerful ladies that you've looked up to throughout your life or, and especially look up to now? Um,
1: You know, I feel very fortunate that I've been able to surround myself with friends that are powerful ladies. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've been able to attract some really awesome vibes into my life um obviously there are some famous people that I really like um authors and stuff but I think you know y- you're really only as powerful as your top they say five mm-hmm. in your life so if it's your grandma do it like yeah. if that's the woman that like made some shit happen then mm-hmm. that's one of your powerful ladies but like if you have to look to celebrities or if you have to Call in new people in your life. Like mm-hmm. it's all who you surround yourself with because um, if you're around a bunch of people that are just sitting on the couch smoking pot all day, like that's probably what you're going to do. Yeah. So um, so surrounding yourself with positive people is the best.
0: Mm-hmm. I am um- – Recently, I think Rachel Hollis was talking about how if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it can be intimidating, but it's also
1: so interesting to be around people that are at a higher level than you. I mean, and Mm -hmm. like I say, higher level is subjective. We're all just people in the world trying to figure ourselves out, but um, you don't have to have a degree. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to a fancy college to be a powerful lady not at all um you know you can find that power like i say on your yoga mat in mm-hmm. complete silence mm-hmm. but but like owning that every day yeah. is what is what works
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah a hundred percent um are there any practical tips that you would tell people right now that don't feel powerful that like try this today try this for a week and like let it let it sink in Um, something
1: that, um, really helps me is like you say, how your assistant asked you, what did you do yesterday? Mm -hmm. If I feel in that mode of like, nothing's working. Like I try and think of, um, what are, you know, what are 10 things that I've done in the past year or six Mm -hmm. months or a month, like write down the things. I'm not saying list them in your head. You have to see it on paper Mm -hmm. to understand, you know, like, for me, it's uh, years ago, I quit smoking and I ran a half marathon. Then I ran like 20 half marathons. And then I did like all this other physical stuff because mm-hmm. I wasn't happy in my job. Yeah. So I was letting it out that way. Um, but, you know, now it's like having meetings with these people and getting these vendors to work with me and and leveraging these relationships. Mm-hmm. And like most recently, quitting drinking, which was a huge one. Mm-hmm. Um because a lot of my old self was wrapped up in that, in that as like a personality, yeah. you know. So, um, I just think understanding where you've come from, like if you, if you can get the six pack or run the marathon or quit smoking or have the baby, mm-hmm. like or get the job, you can do anything. It's just a matter of like what you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs>
0: Do you have any final statement that you would like to give to powerful ladies out there that are listening? Um, It can be you, too. That's a great one.
1: Like, it's not just me. It's not just Beyonce. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it can be you. Mm -hmm. You just have to decide if you want it that bad. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to do the work. Yeah. Yeah, it's already in you. Yeah. I mean, like I say, sprinkle a little Kanye or I guess Beyonce. She's a good example, too, because she's... Yeah, but she's like powerful, but also a badass bitch, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So if you can bring a little bit of that into your life, even like a tiny bit, mm-hmm. you know, then. Yeah, 100%. And yeah.
0: I think the fastest way to do that is to literally have your power playlist. Yeah. Pick three to five songs that when you listen to them, you feel unstoppable. Yeah. Because that and doing the starfish pose. Yeah. Like it's game changer. Yeah, get out of your.
1: No, nah, I had a coach once tell me, and it's so true. And it's actually what my husband said when I was at my lowest point. He's mm-hmm. like, "Go sweat," but it's also like, it's like change your physical. Yes. Like, like jog in place for twenty seconds, or mm-hmm. like do ten jumping jacks, because that. Or a cold shower right. will like completely change your mental. Mm-hmm. Get out of the house, go work in a coffee shop. Like, I don't know, whatever it is that gets you, like, you just have to know when your point is that you're like, all right, I'm not gonna be able to do this at my best because I haven't eaten all day. Like I need yeah. to eat something and then I'll be, a, I'll be better. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be a better person. It's all about self care. Yeah. Like we're figuring out what your thing is.
0: This has been so awesome. Thank you yeah. so much for being a guest. Thank, Thank you so much for being a yes for me in my life and knowing that you're one of my, you know, cheerleaders that I have on my back or in, I'm supporting my back, not <laughs> in my back. Um, but no, this has been so awesome. You are such a wise, powerful lady and I can't wait for everything you have to share to get out into the universe for others to hear. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
1: You're welcome.
0: Ryan, thank you for being such a great guest. This episode is full of great information, quotes to live by, and real life practical things you can do today to be more empowered and look at the journey you're on. She's the real deal when it comes to taking on your whole life to find your purpose and lean in all the way on what you love to do. I'm honored to call her a friend and so proud of what she's building and continues to build through Gaspera Flora. To support Ryan or get in contact with her or even reach out to explore her adding value to your business, you can follow her on Instagram at Gaspera Flora, or visit her website, gasperaflora.com. If you'd like to support the work that we're doing here at Powerful Ladies, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Leave a review on any of these platforms. Share the show with all the powerful ladies and gentlemen in your life. Join our Patreon account. Check out the website, thepowerfulladies.com to hear more inspiring stories, get practical tools to be your most powerful, get 15% off your first order in the Powerful Ladies shop, or donate to the Powerful Ladies One Day of Giving campaign. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Powerful Ladies. For show notes and to get the links to the books, podcasts and people we talk about, go to thepowerfulladies.com. I'd like to thank our producer, composer and audio engineer, Jordan Duffy. She's one of the first female audio engineers in the podcasting world, if not the first. And she also happens to be the best. We're very lucky to have her. She's a powerful lady in her own right. In addition to taking over the podcasting world, she's a singer songwriter working on our next album and she's one of my sisters. So it's amazing to be creating this with her and I'm so thankful that she finds time in her crazy busy schedule to make this happen. It's a testament to her belief in what we're creating through Powerful Ladies and I'm honored that she shares my vision. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I can't wait for you to hear it. Until then, I hope you're taking on being powerful in your life Go be awesome and up to something you love. Are you looking for a place to get amazing Powerful Ladies merchandise and shop from your favorite female brands? Great news. You can do that all at thepowerfulladies.com at our store. Use code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and get 20% off, 20% off your first purchase.